It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is May 1st, 2018. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Joining me today, as always, my co-host, Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also the past Department Commander for the DAV State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary. And always, as always, it's great to be with you. Appreciate that, Bill. Bill always comes up with some good news articles, uh, and uh, we're going to spend just a couple minutes on a couple uh, articles that he did find, and especially this first one. Uh, uh, Bill, what's going on with the uh, you know military or the Purple Heart? Well, Gary, I wish I could say that this is good news, but uh, it's been announced by the uh, military or the Purple Heart that it's uh, suspending its national service program. And basically, uh, the order regrets to announce that effective June 30th, 2018, it will no longer be able to provide assistance with the Department of Veterans Affairs to veterans and their families through the Military Order of the Purple Hearts National Service Program. Uh, the uh, all of the service programs will be closed on uh, by the end of uh, June, and all veterans' claims now being administered by the uh, Purple Heart National Service Office will be transferred to accredited service offices of other veteran service programs or to state or county service offices as appropriate. And uh, they say that no veterans' claims will be stopped or harmed in in any way by this action. Uh, This is uh, an action that's deeply concerned, uh, uh, Gary, I believe, across the veterans' community. And, you know, especially with the Purple Heart. Right. In their congressional charter, uh, you know, the service programs is one of the hallmarks uh, uh, in that charter, and uh, it's this is not good. Not at all, not at all. And uh, there was no warning to this either, was there? Absolutely not. I, you know, it, it, as you and I uh, talked uh, uh, yesterday, uh, thanks for. Wisconsin uh, providing us with a lot of news, and I picked this up on uh, from a Fox News outlet in uh, in, in Milwaukee, and, uh, and 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 interestingly enough, uh, all of the other feeds that I've been able to get news from, uh, it has not been included. Uh, Military dot com, uh, Veterans uh, Stripes, uh, nothing at all. Wow. And something else. And I just hope that, like, like you said, they were telling you that it's not going to affect the claims at all. But uh, that's something we can discuss um, a little into the interview because we are working with somebody that's uh, very good at it. <laughs> we, 
we'll so. try to figure that out and then give our, our, our best guesstimate as to what happens. But uh, uh, this isn't uh, uh, good at all. A couple mm-hmm. other things very quickly, Gary, uh, sure. as you and I have talked. Uh, sleep apnea. We've talked about that uh, a number of times. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs has notified that sleep apnea is on the rise at a veter- as a veteran's disability. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's a real moving target with uh, sleep apnea in terms of uh, pinning it down, that hopefully we'll get a chance to talk about that a little bit more. And one other thing, uh, maybe uh, this may be a bit of good news, uh, that we were able to uh, to do, uh, find that there's a new program now, Gary, to simplify debt forgiveness for disabled vets. So we'll uh, we'll wait to hear more about that in terms of how that's going to work out. So uh, it's uh, one of those days with the news being rather dubious between uh, good and bad. That's true. Very, very true. Now, as far as the VA goes, uh, you know, uh, I think one of the main questions out there is, uh, uh, can they reduce your disability benefits? Well, you you know, you're absolutely uh, uh, correct in asking that, uh, and we got some information on that also in terms of uh, how uh, they can, uh, can do that. I mean, you're always subject to uh, recall to check to see if your condition has improved, and you know it's, it's supposedly there's a good side to that also that uh, if uh, if it has not uh, improved and uh, and it's regressed further, there's a chance for I- increasing your compensation. But um, uh, we can talk about this a little bit later. Also, I think uh, uh, where you may have a chance of this not occurring as frequently is that when you receive your your benefits uh, determination from the VA and they say that this is a permanent and total condition that the chances are for a CNP exam that's compensation and pension is reduced but then again it's not uh, that they can't come back even under those conditions and ask you to come in for a, a an evaluation Right, right. Well, hopefully all these are positive things. But anyway, well, I thank you for those articles, Bill. And also, uh, you have the honor of in- introducing our guest today. And Gary, indeed, it's an honor to have one of our very good friends uh, come back and be with us today, Dan Helmuth, who is a board member of the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel. Dan, as you know, well, is a dedica- dedicated professional with 35 years of successful experience in face-to-face telephone sales and customer services. Dan is adept at selling products and services to customers ranging from small mom-and-pop establishments to major Fortune 500 100 corporations at a major theme park near Cincinnati, Ohio. Dan managed the customer service slash telephone sales department of 35 seasonal customer service representatives 
while managing 28 data entry personnel. Dan has co-authored telemarketing sales skills, a training manual, and published by Prentice Hall. Dan Helmuth, welcome again to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Dan. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I, I really do uh, enjoy uh, helping you and and helping the veterans any chance that you know that I can. All right. Well, Dan, how did how did you uh, what made up your mind to get involved with helping veterans with claims? Well, uh, I had an episode of PTSD back in two thousand and seven. And the next morning, uh, my wife and I went to the VA, and uh, they they filled out a, a claim form and filed it. And I started going to PTSD meetings, and and uh, for the next three years, and my wife and I both went to one on one training with a counselor. And at the end of three years, they denied my claim and said I wasn't even in Vietnam. So I was complaining to my next door neighbor, who was a who is a uh, Vietnam vet. And he says, hey, man, you got to meet these guys that I, I meet with every Thursday. And I says, well, what do you mean i got to meet with them? He says, well, he says, that's all they do is talk about claims. So I said, well, then I want to go. So I went, I, I listened, and uh, I refiled my claim. And six months later, I was 50%. Six months after that, I was at 70%. And then uh, six months after that, I was at 100%. And I found out that the medical side of the VA um, – had me rated at a hundred percent from the very beginning. And, uh, so I said, well, if I can do that for me, I can do that for other guys. And there was five of us meeting in a, uh, uh, one of the, the vets garages. So one thing led to another word of mouth, just strictly word of mouth. And we now have over 343 members, uh, of which 75 to 90 meet every week in Middletown, Ohio. I've got some a uh, couple of groups down here in Cedar Park, Texas, where I am in the winter, and uh, we're expanding those groups too. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we go ahead and take a break? When we come back, we're going to really get into this uh, claim bit. Okay. You're listening Alrighty. to the American. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes 
www.thebusinessnetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Dan Helmuth. And Dan's going to walk us through uh, a situation. Of course, it's only if you have a claim or like to know more about the claims or how to handle them, Dan's your man. And uh, why don't you, Dan, why don't you give us an idea on how a claim is, is uh, presented and what to do about it? Okay. Uh, I'd like to talk to, my, to the veteran firsthand and bring out a lot of his experiences when he was there. And I take notes. And like just about every other group uh, that, that works on claims, I complete the, the 21, uh, 526 easy claim form. That's the 21-526EZ. That's the VA claim form, and uh, you got to put a lot of information in there, including uh, a list of items that, that you want to claim. From there... I, I add two things to every claim. One of the big things that I do that you don't find many places is I put a, what I call a storyboard. It's called uh, uh, supplemental claim documentation, where I take each point that they've put on their 521 or their 526EZ form, and I, I personalize it with uh, the symptoms and the, uh, the characteristics of that disability and how it affects the veteran. It's not hard finding out where this is. It's, it's on the Internet. But the storyboard that goes with each one of my claims gives a more personal uh, idea of the disability to the claims adjuster. And then I always include a release of information form so that uh, even though the, the, uh, the veteran only goes to the Veterans Administration, they still need a release of information form to get uh, documents over to the other side of the, uh, the compensation. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, this, this makes a big difference uh, in, in the results for the claim. Then I go uh, uh, and we fax those. You know, I normally, uh, more than ever, uh, have been doing this by phone. And uh, I have uh, on my computer system, uh, if you looked at my laptop computer, you wouldn't find anything uh, to, uh, th- that has veterans' claims on it. So to get to my, to get to my veterans' claims, I have a memory stick that has 512 gigabytes of storage. Uh, not to plug any particular company for that, but I got it from Wish.com for like 7 bucks, And mm. I plug it into my computer. And I have a password that opens up that drive, and I use uh, 256-bit uh, encryption of my actual claims drive, so that uh, you know nobody's going to hack into it. Uh, the directory I have in there, I have all my my claims information, my claims laws, and everything that I need. To, uh, to do a claim. Now, this is not a competition business. I'm not in competition with anybody else to do a claim. So that if anybody wants to do claims or improve their claims that they're doing for veterans, I would be more than happy to help them you know, get the right materials to do that. So completing the claim, storing the claim information uh that meets HIPAA, respons- HIPAA requirements is very important. Oh, definitely. And then when they fax it in to the uh, uh, the intake center, uh, the, once it go, you send it on fax form, it's automatically entered into their computer, so they can't claim that they didn't get it. Then uh, we get quite a quite a a much faster response from the VA that they got the claim. And with the documentation page, uh, they've got a a better description rather than just putting PTSD on one line on the, on the five, uh, 26 EZ that doesn't say anything about the descriptions or anything. When you put a description on what effect it's having on the veteran, uh, on the du- uh, the documentation page, it makes a whole big difference in in the results. And so far in the last, uh, well, I guess it's been the last six years, uh, I've done claims for over 300 guys, and uh, I've got over $4.5 million of annualized compensation by doing it this way. So the results speak for themselves. Definitely. Let me get this straight. Now, you're also uh, mentioning earlier, just a couple minutes earlier, uh, that if if there was a veteran that would like to get into uh, helping with claims, you'd be willing to help them, correct? That is exactly right. Uh, you know, as they say, it's not a competition. You know, the right. the whole goal is to help every veteran possible, and uh, you know, they can contact me. You can Google me, uh, you know, you can send an email to danhelmuth at outlook.com. 
and give me some information about yourself, and I'll be glad to. I'll even go to the point of uh, sending you a DVD with all of the claims materials on it that I use. And right. that's at no charge because the whole idea is to help the veterans. And the more we're helping veterans, the better off we are. Especially with all these things constantly changing. Uh, oh, yeah. Know, earlier we brought up, can they take that away from you? Now you're worried, <laughs> you know? Um, well, yeah. And I've gone into several battles with the VA on that. Uh-huh. And uh, so, uh, you know, I've been very successful in countering that. Uh, they try, uh, and, I, and I think it has to do with uh, their, their quota percentages on, on claims, and they figure they can, they can cut a guy back, and it really messes up your life. Oh, yeah. So, you, you know, uh, we, can, we can schedule a hearing for him. We could do all kinds, all kinds. Excuse me, all kinds of things to be able to uh, counter that that idea of you know cutting him back. Mm-hmm. You can't have a guy on a hundred percent disability for five or ten years, and then all of a sudden decide that they're, you're paying him too much money and, and then cut his benefits. Mm-hmm. I think I just read something about that too, where. Uh, they sort of have a, an age where after age 55, they won't uh, call you in on those, uh, uh, you know, whether to take your disability away from you or add more to it. Right. Okay. Well, you can always add more to it because, uh, you know, just because you're on a 65 or over, you can, uh, you can still apply for compensation. Uh, because, you know, it's not limited to age. Age has nothing to do with it. So mm-hmm. if you're not working, if you're on 65 and on Social Security, that just means you're unemployed. And just because you have 100% disability doesn't mean you can't have a job. That's right. Jeez. Now, the individual Bill? unemployability, uh, if you got that, then you can't work. But as long as you have over 100% actual disabilities... Um, you know, uh, you can still have a, a job, either part-time or even a full-time. But if I go, and if I go into a CMP exam and, and they don't do it right, because, you know, in the Internet world, you can find out what all the requirements are for any kind of disability. And if they don't ask the right questions or anything, it's perfect grasp for a notice degree. I know you have a question. And uh, the who... And the Hudas two point and they have a list of questions. It's not secret. Uh, you know, you can contact me at Dan Helmuth at Outlook dot com, and I'll send you a copy of both of them. But I prepare my my veterans whenever they go for a PTSD uh, CMP. I don't want them broadsided. And I, I don't want, you know, I want them to be truthful on their condition, but I don't want them to be broadsided by a question that, that uh, they're not ready for. That's true. Bill, you have a question? Well, a, a comment, Gary, to start with. Uh, Dan, sure. as I listen to you and I think back uh, 
how important it is that when that claim on the veteran's behalf is first filed, that it be as comprehensive as possible so there's no question about the direction in which this uh, is moving. And uh, and I think the things that you've mentioned uh, are, are, are very important leading to that to make sure that it's complete and concise. You know, often we hear or we've been hearing over the period of time, uh, and, and I don't know if one is the same or this difference, we've heard about the fully developed claim and the and the claim that's ready to file is there any difference to, to that uh, 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 Dan because you know these are the kinds of things that really confuse our veterans out in the community oh, a regular claim is handled in the same way they've done before when you get a decision ready claim that's the the latest and greatest uh, if you look at the requirements for someone who's being able to do those claims is uh, a decision ready claim is limited to the veteran service officer in any, any of the, four, the big four uh, veterans uh, organizations. So what they're saying is they don't want somebody else coming in on, uh, in on their business. And I personally object to that because when I do a claim for a veteran, I do it for him, and uh, my name is not on it anywhere. So when they correspond with a veteran, the veteran then calls me and says, hey, you know, I, I got this letter from the VA, you know, asking for this information. And then I turn around and give him, the, you know, the paperwork he needs, fill out the best I can, and he has to add some information maybe to it. And uh, to get it handled, but your veteran service officers—they uh, th- don't seem to have the the, the same motivation that uh, a lot of the independent claims people have. Now, I don't charge anything for my claim service uh, because uh, you know I'm just doing it for for a veteran. But there are companies and people out there that that do charge you a rather sizable uh, amount of money from any compensation you get. And, uh, you know, if you want to make a business out of it, that's one thing. But, you know, my main goal is to get as many people uh, taken care of as I can. Yeah. In well, fact, and you... and, and, and that, that's very important, uh, uh, Dan, to, to be able to, uh, to do that, to get it taken care of. You know, um, uh, one thing... Um, uh, I think it's uh, it's gotten some attention in some of the uh, uh, the decisions that we've uh, we've heard about recently, and then, and you've probably this is an, uh, an appellate decision that dealt with chronic claim, uh, pain that the VA obviously turned a female veteran down who had served in uh, during the Gulf War, and uh, upon uh, uh, the appellate process which, as you know, can take some uh, long periods of time. They came back and reversed the decision on that. Uh, It's a rather in-depth situation, but can you give us a summarized version? Because it appears that chronic pain doesn't necessarily have to be connected to something in particular. If you've got pain, you've got pain, 
and uh, and it's the way it was uh, determined in the appellate decision. They went to the U.S. Code, which is clearly uh, kind of uh, cut and dry as to how you're supposed to deal with that. That's right. Uh, and just because it's a law and just because, you know, they're supposed to have it, that doesn't necessarily mean that, that the compensation side of the, of the VA will, will even look at the law. Uh, it, it baffles me all the time. Uh, to give them a little a little positive feedback, uh, you know, they are getting better. I had uh, a claim notice of disagreement that I filed, actually a Form 9, back in 2012. And in 2015, I got a docket date at the uh, Board of Veterans' Appeals in Washington, D.C. A week later, I get the docket, docket number for one I filed two years ago. So they're speeding things up, and 79 to 82% of the Form 9s that are filed of claims, uh, appeals in Washington, D.C., get adjudicated back to the, to the uh, local regional office to pay the veteran. That means that 79% of their decisions are wrong. Uh-huh. And if you want to check my numbers, you can always go to the Board of Veterans' Appeals on the Internet and they'll give you a, com- a very complete breakdown on their percentages. Well, you At know, the Board of Veterans Appeals in Washington D.C. There, there's over 90 judges going over all the appeals that they get. So you know they they sped things up tremendously. Well, that's a good thing because it's, uh, you know, those uh, appellate decisions, I mean, they, they, it seems like forever and a day that it's been in the past uh, that uh, before you can get uh, get it before the board and then a long time after that before you get a decision. So I think that, that, that should be very good news to our listening audience. Yes, yes. It, my, my, first, the claim, my first form nine was in 2012. And it and it took uh, three almost four years to get a uh, a docket date, and they say once you get a docket number, uh, it takes a thousand days to go in front of the board. Wow. Well, they they've cut that you know they've cut that way down in getting the docket number sped up, so that uh, you know they've got that down within a year of when you file a form nine. So they, they've cut a lot of time off of that. Uh, but, you, you know, the fact that, that you've got a, 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 an 8 or 9 out of 10 probability that you're going to get your uh, uh, disability denial overturned and be awarded, you know, from the district office by order of the, of the uh, Board of Veterans' Appeals. And... Uh, you know that that's that says a lot on, on the regional offices how they you know handle claims. If they find something that they don't understand or, or they don't you know don't personally agree with, uh, they'll deny it. 
whereas all the evidence and all the law says that the veteran should have it. And that's not a good experience, Dan. As you know, uh, our veteran population is aging, and uh, uh, with that kind of time delay involved, that uh, uh, our veterans will continue to age and, and even pass away and those decisions come forth uh, uh, at a time much later when it would help them out. Uh, but but one in the connection with that, one other thing that you mentioned real quickly, I'd like to ask you uh, to give us some idea on. And you, you, you talk about the individual unemployability and being able to go back even with 100%. It's not... Uh, uh, unemploy- unemployability involved. But, you know, recently there was an attempt really to take that away, the unemployability part, uh, by having the individual to uh, uh, have that supplemented with Social Security and then going back to the original uh, um, uh, percentage rate because, you know, you don't have to get all the way to a hundred percent, you can access unemployability at seventy percent, and uh, you get the full benefit of a hundred percent. But the uh, VA was thinking about uh, cutting that out, and uh, when you reach age sixty-five, that was it. That yeah, that that motion was was killed pretty quickly because uh, you know the question is uh, what company. Uh, w- with their company insurance and everything, would hire a, a, a veteran w- with a seventy or eighty percent disability compensation. You, nobody's going to hire him. Right. So you know, is he going to lie on the application, or or is he going to tell the truth and not get the job? Well, if, you know, if nobody's going to hire him because of his handicap. You know, the government's got to do something. And uh, when you're working with veterans in the combined ratings table, he'll never get to 100. I mean, I, I've got 140% disabilities that the, that the VA is ignoring 40% of them. And, and you know, there, there's no legal reason... And that's one of my one of the claims that I put in for uh, a form nine is to get rid of the combined ratings table because it screws over the veterans. I'm going to another step this this summer. Uh, I'm going. I'm forming, uh, getting the paperwork all ready to turn in for to to uh, put together a veterans political action committee so that we can file federal lawsuits on the VA to get the laws changed so that we don't have that blasted combined ratings table, you know, anymore. That's the only way we can get things done is is through the legal, the federal court system. But that's another story for another day. Definitely. Well, why don't you, again, I had a question come up when I was telling a couple of vets about, um, you know, you being on the air with us this week. 
and uh, they were they had a couple questions as far as uh, their disability or if if they happen to you know pass away uh, what happens to that disability does that still continue on to help the family or is that cut off or well uh, that depends on how much their what the, what the percentage is uh, if they've got a hundred percent uh, yes, it continues uh, a small portion of that. Normally, twelve hundred dollars goes on uh, for your the, the wife's uh, or the husband's uh, lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's a time requirement on that. You have to have that disability and be married to that person for ten years before you get that benefit. Okay. Somebody didn't so know. Somebody, Did you know that somebody who's get somebody who's getting seventy percent, and uh, he passes away. Uh, his wife gets a, a, a you know a last. Uh, I guess they call it a burial expense, uh, but that's that's it. Hmm. Well, it's still something. That's, that's right? why. That's why I you know. I try to get all my vets as much as they can so that they qualify for as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Right. Bill? Now, now uh, Dan, uh, that uh, continuation, there's a filing that the uh, surviving spouse has to go through to actually receive that, uh, uh, to, to get that. That's not uh, automatic, is it? No, it's not. Uh, you, there, there's a claim form that you have to use, and uh, you fill that out and uh, and fax it in, and uh, so that they that they read that and say, you know, well, this is what happened, and this all qualifies. It goes to a different rating uh, department. Normally, it, it's handled in Minnesota, as opposed to just your you know, your regional office. So, you know, and sometimes it goes to Louisville. So you're in different, different locations, depends on how many they have, and they, they kind of spread it around a little bit. Yeah. And, and, of course, on the extreme side of that, uh, Dan, I think it's important for our listening audience to know that uh, if a veteran passes away and has had a disability and they didn't file that before, they pass away, that uh, claim pretty much travels along with them, and there's nothing the spouse can do about that. Unfortunately, that's right. Hmm. That's probably one reason why the Vietnam veterans, you know, are having such a tough time, because they're dying off so fast. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Dan Helmuth. And uh, Bill, you had a question that pertained to uh, sleep apnea again. Yeah, yes, Gary, that's uh, probably one of the uh, most uh, uh, requested uh, issues uh, involving with the disabilities that veterans raise, uh, uh, sleep apnea and, uh, and uh, tinnitus. And uh, we spoke about that briefly in our news segment. Uh, so, Dan, uh, uh, tell us how we address that and then proceed to Hopefully, where the evidence existed, we can be successful in those areas. Okay. I, ha- I have personally a 10% disability for tinnitus. And so far, I haven't seen anybody else with anything more than that. It's almost a gimme. You file the claim for it. Uh, and if you got hearing loss, it accompanies it. Uh, they may test you for the, you know, the level uh, of your hearing over the tinnitus and somehow come up with a, a fantasy figure for, you know, how much hearing loss that you have due to designers. But uh, it, it's a 10%, you know, throw the dog a bone, give him 10% and go on. On sleep apnea, it's a different question because according to the law, the VA law, you have to have a documented uh, snoring problem while you're in the military service. And if you file a claim within one year of leaving military service and, and you can get letters from a couple of, uh, of your uh, uh, other service members 
that can document the fact that, that you're, you snore so loud they can't sleep, then uh, they got a good chance of giving it to you. However, for guys that, that have developed that over the years, and it's been 40, 50 years since they've been in the military, it's kind of tough, you know, to eat, whether the guys are still alive or where they live or anything like that. So as in any other uh, claim, uh, you've got to be able to connect your uh, sleep apnea to your service. You can go that directly or you can you can go through an uh an indirect uh, direction. Indirectly, uh, there's guys that have gotten uh, uh, sleep apnea compensation by uh, going through the PTSD route and and getting a doctor to, to write a statement that, that PTSD uh, has caused your uh, sleep apnea. Uh, it increases the prob- you know, the possibility of, of getting an award. Uh, or if you've got other other ailments that are service connected, that has side effect is your, is your uh, your sleep and causing your sleep apnea, and that's another way. You you know, and anything you claim with the VA, you've got to be able to tie it either directly or indirectly to things that happened to you while you were in military service. And uh, if you've got, that's just like, uh, you, you know, your peripheral neuropathy, that's that's uh, the tingling and the pain in your legs and your hands and loss of feeling. They only pay uh, on sleep apnea within one year of leaving service. However... If you, like Vietnam vets who have Agent Orange exposure, the Agent Orange has caused them to have type 2 diabetes, and peripheral neuropathy is a very common uh, condition that's caused by diabetes. So you you, you have a a path that you can go back and say, well, I've got service-connected, uh, service-connected diabetes because of Agent Orange, and my service-connected diabetes caused my peripheral neuropathy. You get 20% for each hand and 20% for each foot. You know, that's 80% right there. And that's, you know, that's the way we handle it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, Dan, uh, you know, there's so many of these areas, and uh, I think uh, with our time constraints, another area, uh, maybe the next time we can get you on, it's still a major concern for our Vietnam veterans that you've mentioned with the presumptive conditions, uh, uh, not so much of a problem for those that had boots on the ground, but the Navy in particular with the Blue Waters and those that were in, in uh uh, Thailand and other places, and uh, or Guam, and uh, you know? uh, air evacuating, uh, 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 you know, uh, the uh, the agents into uh, Vietnam, uh, which uh, Agent Orange and the other uh, the defoliants is a, a real problem today for our Vietnam veterans. 
Let me also add that the that the problem with toxic water, like they have at Camp Lejeune, yeah. there's 88 other bases in the United States with a similar water problem. The DEPA is 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 conducting research to determine the extent of the the exposure. Nice. That's well, gonna gentlemen, bigger than, that's going to be that's going to be bigger than than Agent Orange. Yeah. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, our time is our time is uh, almost over, and we only have a couple minutes left. Dan, we really appreciate it. It was a pleasure having you, uh, you know, on the show with us today. What would you like to share with our listeners in closing, and also give us your contact information again? Okay. Uh, one thing I never give up on a vet. You know, to, you know, uh, I'll fight with him till the end. Not fight with him, but fight <laughs> to get his benefits. No matter how far we have to go, whether it's Washington, D.C., if necessary. Uh, the other thing is, if you've got a question or uh, any way I could help you, give me a call. My number is 513-320-5369. And if I don't answer because I'm on a phone with another vet or something, leave a question on my voicemail. Then... My uh, email address is Dan Helmuth, and that's A-N-H-E-L-L-M-U-T-H, at Outlook.com. And if, you, and if you're doing claims for other vets and you need some more information about, about the laws and such, I've, got, I've already got them on my computer. It'll only take me 10 minutes and about 25 cents worth of uh, DVD to be able to get that information to you, and I'll be glad to do that. All right. Bill? Well, Dan, thank you very much for taking time out of clearly your busy schedule to be with us today. But uh, I think the claim situation is, uh, is, is, is constantly a concern. And as you mentioned, uh, you know, with the uh, military oil of the Purple Heart, uh, uh, you know, moving out of this area come the end of next month uh, to be able to have your services here. Uh, Thank you for serving the country, and thank you for the continued service that you're doing with veterans. And, uh, you know, it seems like this is going to be a never-ending situation to where we need help and assistance. Well, thank you, and I'll be glad to do everything I can. All right. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7, and you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any device. I'm Gary Ray signing off, and thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. See you next week, and be safe out there. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breathe red, white, and blue.